This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. So the only thing left to say is, you in? Order now on the McDonald's app and you can also get reward points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This episode is once again sponsored by the brilliant Magic Rock Brewing. Currently, if you're in lockdown and you need a couple of beers, uh, Magic Rock are offering uh, next day delivery for all orders over £40. No voucher codes needed. Uh, Just head over to uh, the website, which is www.magicrockbrewing.com forward slash shop. And also keep an eye out on social media over the next couple of weeks as well. There'll be some more packs and uh, a few interesting things on the horizon as well. Tell us about Bristol Rovers. The, the crowd's just under 60,000 there. Again, there's yeah. 27,000 Huddersfield fans. Bristol Rovers, not necessarily the premier club, if you like, in Bristol at the moment. Yeah. They're bringing 32, 33, you know, big, big yeah. following from Bristol. Uh, we're in a different end this time. We're, we're in the, yeah. the, the poor end, if you like, because yeah. we didn't bring as many fans. But... Tell us about that game. You made a you you make a huge contribution in the first goal for Boothie, where you head it yeah. back into the box and then Pat Scully yeah. across to Boothie. Tell us about that game because it, yeah, it, it's it one hell of a game if you watch it. Yeah, again. it was um, you know some so yeah it was it, you know it, it was it was it was a game that brought so many fond memories and so many so many highs and lows for me at the at the time it was it was fantastic unfortunately a couple of weeks before i lived with my nan for many many years and she passed away um a couple of weeks before and i was you know in a really if you if you look at it i if you look at the walkout at the start of the game i'm miles behind chris billy miles behind him because i was determined because of the year before and the situation i, I was in the year before i was determined to make my nan proud and make myself proud and make my family proud. And I walked behind and I just, you know, said a little few words to myself and bang. And the game started, yes, it was great. Um, obviously, you know, they started pretty well. Um, he should have scored, really. The kid, Justin, I can't forget his name now. Oh, yeah, um, Skinner. This, yeah, Skinner, he yeah. went through. And finally made a decent save, but it was a bad miss for me, to be honest with you. But lucky enough, it was. Um, and then, obviously, you know, the... the 
crossing. I've jumped up. Pat Scully and Poovey's headed it in. And, you know, we're going in one nil up um, at half-time. Um, well, a couple of minutes we go, and obviously Stewart's equalised. Um, little skank as he is. Um, <laughs> you know, but, you know, and we got in one each. And to be honest with you, I don't think, um, if I remember rightly, Neil didn't have much to say at half-time. I think um, I think we all realised that we'd shot ourselves in the foot. Uh, because Neil, if you if you ever watch Neil over the years of playing football, when I played for him, if we scored first, he always made sure we got the ball back straight away. He'd always say that, get the ball back, get the ball back first. first. So I used to chase people down and I used to make people come with me. And I used to say, I'm going for this ball chase. And I used to chase him to people into corners or whatever. And I'd try and get the ball back. And we got, we got complacent and we got sloppy, to be honest with you. And I don't think we had to... Um, we he didn't have much to say. But second half we went out, and I think it I think it was um, it was both sides had some great chances. You know the, the, the save off Ronnie Jepson back end. You know some save that is to be honest. With you. If you look at it in slow motion, that is some save. Obviously, head, Stewie, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, obviously Stewie with the the bender and he's at the bar, and then the kids and the, the kid missed the fucking sitter. That Gareth breath, Taylor. Breath, yeah. Oh, I'll tell you something. On the oh. Well, my baby could score that now. He's only two. That's uh, one of those. Two. When that happens, when you're watching it, yeah, you convince yourself that that's a moment that you won. Can you mm. turn around and say to me, Dad? You know, yeah. If that, you know, if, if he's missing, then our name's on this. Yeah, you know, that yeah. kind of. Phenomenon. Yeah, and yeah, I totally agree. And then obviously, you know, um, obviously a couple of other chances, and he brings Dunny on, and you know, and he knocks in a great cross into into Boothy and whatever, and Jepo's. Yeah, Jeppo's flying through the air like a fucking Mongol, like he used to, and um, and he's missed, missed, missed Jeppo, and it's gone into um, Chris Billy, and like we say, the rest is history. But you know, it was that was surreal. That was, and obviously, if it hurt, that did to be honest, because if you understand, I was underneath Ronnie, and about seven people <laughs> just lay on top of me, and I fucking really broke my ribs, man. It was killing me, man. But um, it, was, it was brilliant. I, I said this to Dunny the other week. I remember. Yeah. When Chris Billy got interviewed afterwards, he said, "How do you feel after your score?" He just said, "Squash." <laughs> yeah, it was, it was, sur- it was madness. It was madness. Brilliant. And then, the, and then the next, the next, um, I would say the next 10, 15 minutes was a blur to me because I was just chasing shadows. Then we was trying, it was just trying to, just trying to close everything down and close the game out. To be honest with you, and I remember that when Tommy had the ball and he blew the final whistle. Oh, I, it was brilliant. It was. It was absolutely fantastic. What were the fantastic celebrations feeling. like? Oh, fantastic! I, to be honest, with you, I, 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 I thought Brentford was mad, but that 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 day was unreal. I, like I said, I, I can't. I was not sober for a week, and that's the truth. I was not sober for a week, uh, and even Neil knew that. And he said to me, "He said you're going on one, aren't you?" And I said, "Yeah." <laughs> I think you learned it though well, by that, at that point, yeah. That was it. He said, so he just said, just be careful and whatever. And that was it. So, it funny, like, to say there's some of that stuff there. You you played injured with injections. And stuff. Oh. You won't get lads doing that now. I know the game's changed in 20 years, but just makes my heart so glad that that team we were watching, I knew it would run through a brick wall. And oh, yeah. And what you're yeah. saying there, just prove yeah. it. I just, I just. I had that many injections, that many injuries. That it, it in life, it's fucked me up now. To be honest, with you. it's my own fault. But it's fucked me up now. But you know, if somebody said you got to go back, I'd do it again now, hundred million percent. All I wanted to do was play football. All I wanted to do was go out and put the town shirt on it. And when I had the chance to captain, be captain, and 
there was nothing made me more prouder than doing that. And like I said, if I was, I'll give you, I'll give you a little, a little one. I we were playing at home, and um, I had done my, my my ankle, and Neil said I need him on the pitch, and our doctor was Doc Sorensen. Was it not what Doc? Um, what's Sorensen? What's his called? Doc. Oh, glasses. And he was the he was my doctor at the club, and he was the, the club's doctor. So um, he said to Neil, Dave Wilson, and said, I need Bully on the pitch today. So he, so he said, all right. So he gets me into the dressing room. My ankle's massively swollen. I couldn't put any weight down on it. He said, he said we got, there was a, there was a um, international meeting coming up. He said, so you've got 10 days off. He said, so you've got to play today. You can have a week off. He said, this, so I said, all right, no problem. He said, I need you to play. I need you today. I need you to play. All right. I said, so. So he said to Willow, Dave Wilson, get him in the physio room and get, get manipulating his ankle, see if he can get it, get it moving. And so I said, no, no, no chance. So he said to the doctor, he said, get an injection into him, a cortisone injection into him. I said, well, put it in then, put it into my ankle. And I said, I said, and then we'll get it ready and it would be ready and sorted within a couple of hours. So I can get ready and get, get playing. Yeah, okay. So we put this injection into my ankle and then my ankle was swollen that much. It's got it, when you have the cortisone, it's got it a piece of a bone. So it, then it just it generates all around your ankle and all around your, your party, your knee or whatever. Then my ankle was that swollen, it was just fluid. So it, there was nothing for it to go into. So I always remember I got up and I said to the I said to the doctor, I said, the doctor looked at me and he said, I can't get it into you, bully. And I went, I oh, know, and I had all little it was like if I'd had a drink, all water would have come out the holes. I had that many injections trying to trying to get this injection in. So we walked into the dressing room and Neil Warnock said to the doctor and Dave Wilson and me, he said, You'll be fined a week's wages. You'll get the sack, and you'll get the sack if you don't get him on the pitch today. And that was the truth. And so I was fucking. So the, I looked at the doc and we're only going, "Come on, get back in the dressing in the physio's room. Get in the physio's room." The doc says, "Flip over onto your front, lie down, pull your pull your legs onto the thing." He said, "I'm going to I'm going to manipulate your ankle differently from the bottom under." I said, "All right." He said, "So so I'm laying down on the flat on the flat on my feet. So my feet angling me." Feet angling towards the ground, and the doctor put the injection straight from heel. I fucking bit an hole in the I bit an hole in the um in the physio table, and I foamed in my mouth. And I looked at the doctor and said, "You do that to me again, I'm gonna kill you." But I played, and that's the truth. That is, because he went straight into me heel, and straight into me ankle heel. Fucking hell, didn't that hurt? I never felt pain like it in my life. But we played, and I think we won. I can't remember. We played. We beat somebody. Um, and I had six days off, and that was it. That was that was the way it was for me. And and nowadays, you you got the people now that now they're there and rock. Right, they don't play, you know. It's just it's crazy. It's 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 wrong for me the way football's gone at the moment. But you know, as it is, that's the way yeah. it is. Let's let's move it on, bullet. That that summer, Neil Warnock leaves. <laughs> uh, Ian Dunn said they yeah. had no idea that Neil Warnock was was just on the on the cusp of going. Um, yeah. What was it like then for, for, for Neil to leave and then Brian Horton come in? Uh, Town had a good season, 95-96. Um, yeah. Do you think we were realistic, realistically close to getting in the playoffs that year? Because we just yeah. fell away at the end again. Yeah, we? we fell away the last probably six or seven games, if I remember rightly. Um, yeah, we had a, I thought we had it. When Neil left, it was, it was very difficult. It was very difficult for a lot of people, a lot of players, myself included, you know, and... He Brian came in. We were um, 
we were. I remember we we started back in pre-season. Everything had changed. He brought Dennis, Dennis, um, Dennis Lilloch, Lilloch. I can't think of his name. Dennis, and, um, Dennis Booth, wasn't it? Dennis Booth, that's it. Dennis Booth in, in, and people like that here with himself. And he changed everything around. And and we started to, he started wanting to, instead of going long ball and chasing the channels, he started playing football and he wanted football played. And and the training was different. You know, Neil used to believe in running with canoodles and God knows what and whatever. And if you want sick twice and then he'll make you run until you were sick. Stuff like that. With Brian Orton, it was totally different. It was it was all about football and about technique and about about shape and about stuff like that. And and, and it was good. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it under Brian. I really did. You know, um, and it, it was a, it was a, we had a great. I thought we had a good season until the last, like I said, seven or eight games, and we we fell away. Mm-hmm. I think we finished about eighth. I think if I remember right. Yeah, it was eighth. I, I personally thought that was your best season in a township. Uh, I yeah. thought I think at, at that point for me, you showed you were more than just a, a yeah. midfield enforcer. You showed that you could play football, and we'll a little bit later we'll come Bro- on to some individual performances and. That's and right. Whatnot. Bro- um, allowed me to do that. Do you do you remember what, that season? I think we'll probably remembered mostly for Town being so close to getting to the quarter final of the FA Cup for the yeah. first time since 1972. We've still not got to the to the yeah. quarter final now. It's still the closest. Can you remember appearing on TV with uh, Boothy, Jepson? <laughs> that's on the summer boy. Yeah. yeah, that's on the summer boy. <laughs> yeah, and I can. <laughs> I can. Jep, <laughs> Jep, me, Jep, and Boothy. Every film they're on, Evan, I couldn't stop laughing. Every take, I said, they said, we're going to have to take that again. Take that again. I couldn't stop laughing. Because she kept coming in and I kept looking at her stockings. And they was dropping down and everything. I just kept laughing. Boobie was nudging me and Jeff was going whack in the face. And I was, I was going, I can't stop laughing. <laughs> we took about an hour when, it, when a five-minute shot took about an hour and a half for us to do it. It was madness. It was brilliant. <laughs> no Tim Bats, no, though. <laughs> It was great. I'll tell you, I remember it. And if you listen, if you if you still, there's still the the part of it. After the game, she went. She said, "Come out of here!" And we runs up the steps. You can hear me laughing as I run up the steps. If you listen to, it, you can hear me on screaming. They thought I'm gonna take. That. I was crying. Movie said to me, he said, "We get some money for that." I was like, they sent us, I think if I remember right, a couple of days later, they sent us a check, me, Boothie, and, and Jeff. <laughs> and it was like, I said, what's that about? And they put on mine to the clown. <laughs> 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 I was in bits. Fucking things he's going through, honest. It was madness. <laughs> madness. How, how did that FA, that FA Cup, that Wimbledon game, what are your memories of that when Tom Cowan scored? I, remember, I, I can remember it pretty well, actually. Um, yeah, Romney scored. The kid, the, the keeper made a bit of a fluff, didn't he? A little you know, bit, yeah. His, yeah, he's gone through his hands. And I remember, yeah, um, Tommy scored a great header. Great in the air, Tommy Cowan. Unreal. Yeah. Unreal. Yeah. Look, a fucking salmon man. I could jump, but he could jump as well. Yeah, and, um, and looking back at it, to be honest with you, Franny made a bit of a wreck for the for the goal. He got blocked off and um, he scored a Koku on it. Yeah, for the Koku or something like that. He scored. Mm. I remember right, he scored the equaliser. But just before, just before the corner, the ball bounced. Now, if I'd have ducked, it went out for a goal kick. And I've edited it, and it's mm-hmm. gone out for a corner. And I I was fuming, to be honest with myself. I still look back at it at times and think, fuck, if I'd have ducked, we'd have, we'd have, 
would have took the goal kick and that would have been it. The game would have been over. I was fuming in a way because you get that you get that hyped up into the game. You just want to do the right thing. And yeah. I've told you, Eddie, because the ball's coming that quick, it's hit me on the side and then gone out for a corner instead of going out for a throw. And then I was, you know, I look back at stuff like that, in you know, but it is what it is. You know, you just. You certainly more, uh, certainly more, far more good than bad, though. So without yeah, a shadow yeah, of a yeah. doubt. But yeah, Wimbledon sadly, sadly won the replay, and FN Koku yeah. scored an amazing goal down at their yeah, place, didn't he? Right. After after Boothy had uh, made Neil Sullivan look a bit daft again, didn't he? Because he yeah, outjumped him. Right, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That 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 was a, a good season, but ninety six, ninety seven, probably it started off okay from from memory. Ninety six, ninety seven, yeah. we'd lost. Over the summer, uh, that, that Neil Warnock side had started to... I think Brian Horton was still playing with the Warnock side a little bit, wasn't he, in 95, yeah. 96? And he brought in Lee Makel, who played alongside yeah. you. Yeah. Um, and then he started to dismantle it a bit more over the summer, yeah. and Boothie and yeah. Jepson went, and uh, Marcus Stewart and Andy Payton came in up front. So it's, yeah. it's starting to look a very di- different side. And yeah. a lot of injuries for the club that season, but it, it seemed to be quite a, a difficult one on, on the whole, didn't it? Although Marcus Stewart was... Uh, a great Very player, good. but but he got he got injured quite early, didn't he? With the shin, he had I think he had a cyst on his shin, didn't he? Which didn't go shin away. Shin splints, I think he yeah. had. If I remember rightly. What um what what do you remember about that season and, and where it started to sort of drift a bit? Maybe maybe oh, it was just down to the injuries. I think it was a out of a lot. I think we I think we were very unfortunate with injuries that come in because Stewie come in, he looked he looked awesome, didn't he? Um, yeah. You know, and and he had shin splints and he was struggling. You know, you had the likes of. Pate come in, Andy Payton. Now uh, he was, he was, he was an awesome finisher. Payton in, in training, he was, he was scary. He was, he was better than Stewie in training. He was all, unbelievable as finishing. Andy Payton was. Um, obviously, Makes come in, and then we had Dolly, Paul Dalton, and all them sort of players. Yeah. You know, um, Dolly was a fantastic player. He brought Jenkins, uh, Stevie Jenkins in, and people like that. You know, I think, um, yeah, he, he changed that out of a lot of things around and. Like he, you know, he's, he he brought Jock in with Andy Morrison, but Andy Andy's coming. He, Andy on his day fitness was fantastic, but he was too injury prone, and he knew that. And Andy knew that, and you know, but you know, um, I think I think we started to go down downhill because of lack of lack of first team players that was generating. Because I think for eighteen months you got a lot of people that that made their shirt their own. So you knew what you knew. You basically knew what fucking eleven he was going to put out, and injuries. And then, it, then they he was trying to bring. It, and he didn't have. I didn't think he had a, a, a backbone of anything then that, that was coming back through, and it and it, and it it interrupted the rest of the season. And you just can't make it back from there on. So this this is sadly the season where you Brian Hart <laughs> sold you didn't he, in in nineteen ninety seven. Are you able to tell us the circumstances that led up to you leaving? Yeah, yeah, I can do. Yeah, I can tell you that. Um, yeah, tell, I, tell us it, what you want. Nothing else. <laughs> I'll tell you. I'll t- I, I, I'm not going to lie. I'll tell you the truth. At the end of the day, I, I, um, I went out into town, um, and there was Visage and Ethos. Is it down in? Mm, yeah. Like comes down there. I went down into there, and we, and there was two or three um, Bradford supporters in there, and it kicked off inside the the nightclub, obviously with myself obviously goading me and whatever so I spoke to the, the the doormat at the time and I told them I said to them look you know and they kicked the lads out which he, which fair enough they did so um, after the after the, the the night finished I went outside and I was sat on the wall because there was a wall right by the side of it I was sat on there and the two lads came over 
and all the lads gone. Two lads come over and they started giving it verbally and whatever. And all lad booted me in the in the chest. I fell over the wall. So I got up, I hit the one lad, knocked him out, and I hit the other lad, knocked him out. But as that happened, the police there was a police off there was police officers from Bradford. He jumped on me, the one lad did, one police officer, and put me to the ground and the other they handcuffed me and I said, Look, I'm come free. I said, There's cameras. I said, You can have a look at even the bouncers was trying to say to them, you know, um, um, you know, he's done nothing wrong. They've started he's he's defended himself and they wouldn't have none of it, these Bradford coppers. So and so they've handcuffed me at the back. Now on my face on the floor, I'm handcuffed behind my back and my face on the one copper's got his foot on my face. Now, remember the Doc Martins used to wear? Yeah, yeah. You know, I had the print, I felt it in my face. And he's then he's he's lean, leaning down over me and going, How do you like getting kicked then? He said, Odd oh, man. And I was like, Hey, what do you want about, pal? And he was something I think he was to do with I found out later on he was to do with the Bradford football ground. Do you know when they used to generate the, the police officers to go around? Yeah. He was to do with that. So something had obviously been said or whatever. So I didn't know. He's the, the other police officers lifted me up now. Now you've got to understand they normally if you go, they, they put you onto your knees and then they lift you up. He's lifted me from ground to, to lift it up to my feet like that. So he's ripped my shoulders right back. It's nearly bust both my shoulder blades, to be honest with you. Lifted me up, laughing. So I've headbutted the one copper as he's done that and I've hit the other. Well, not hit him, just banged him in. And then the two other police officers come over and they was Huddersfield police officers. And the one police officer, I can't think of his name, he was the chief steward down at the ground. And he was the chief steward for the police. And he was a nice bloke. So I was getting on with him really well. And he said, what have you done? And I said, he said, I've seen it. He said, but what? The, the police officer who trod on my face and whatever got sacked. But they still wanted me to be done. So it was, I was either going to get 18 months, in, well, 12 months inside. 18 months inside and do 12 months inside. Or do 18 months of suspended sentence instead of Huddersfield uh, for a time, for a period of two years. I only had... 12 months left on my contract. So I spoke to my agent, I spoke to Brian, I spoke to the club. I said, look, I said, the best thing if I do is is, is go. He said, because if I go inside, I'm contract, my contract's up, I'm going to have to leave anyway when it comes out. So I said, the best thing in all rounds is for, for me to go then, isn't it? And that's how it was. They gave me 18 months to spend the sentence. I was banned from, I was banned from the town centre for two years. And, and the rest is history, as they say. But I... If I was thinking back in there, you know, I should have took it a little bit further because the bloke got the, the bloke who turned on my face, he, he had, you know, I would have been found for self-defence. But as they say, it, it's happened. In I'm not proud of it, but if it happened again, I'll still do the same again. That's the way I am. That's the way I will be. At the end of the day, you know, I believe in fair justice. But obviously, you know, I didn't get it personally that 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 evening. But or to say I was in the line, I was out to be got. I was got, and they dangled a piece of carrot in front of me, and I got my bitter. So that's it. You know, it's my own fault, but the rest is history. Yeah, definitely. It's it's certainly a sad story. Not yeah. not not because of what's happened, but because of you know, as as fans, we're we're losing yeah. we're losing a player that we all we all love yeah. to to watch as well, yeah. which is one thing. So the the ban from Huddersfield didn't last that long because you had to come back with I had to come I had swimming. to get a I had to get an order on the Friday. I had to get an order to go there on the Friday and I had to leave by Sunday at a certain Sunday Sunday twelve o'clock Sunday afternoon I had to be left. All right. 
Well, okay. So uh, the other day on uh, about a week ago on, on Twitter, uh, we're, we're yeah. more active sort of on Twitter than Facebook. And Neil sent me a challenge to show some football memorabilia. Yeah. Um, so this is where we had Matt Glennon showed us, you know, his, his old Peter Shilton goalkeeper, you know, goalkeeping yeah. book and, and things like that. Um, I don't own a lot of football memorabilia. That, that means a lot to me, but I do have one, one item that does. Yeah. Um, I'm just wondering if you can explain to me the story behind. <laughs> I'm fucking the friend. That's brilliant. That's fucking hell, man. It's, uh, it's still, got, still got the stud marks in the collar. Fucking oh, right, yeah. it has. And it should do. Fair <laughs> 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 Oh, yeah, that's quality. Um, yeah, fucking, it's... I can remember that when I come back in, I had to leave on a fucking, I left very quickly, you know, I left without really saying goodbye to nobody. You know, you didn't, you, you just got to go and leave. And coming back, looking for me, I'll come back last game. And doing what I did was, I'll still do it again. And oh, oh, glad I didn't. I put the shirt on because I didn't want to fucking play this window. I didn't want to be there. You know, I wanted to. This is this is my home. This is where I was. This is where, and it, and that's why I, you know, and that's why I did it. And people can swing them, bitch me as much as they want to. At the end of the day, I don't give a fly fuck what they think. My 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 loyalty, my 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 time, my heart, my place. This is Huddersfield. I don't swim you just a fucking town with a football club. That's it. How did Steve McMahon take it? Because obviously, it for, for those people that don't know, at the end, it was a nil-nil yeah. game, wasn't great. You yeah. played for Swindon. At the end of the game, you took, you took this off. You yeah. Stamped it's one on of the best the things I've ever yeah. seen in a football ground. And, and, and you did a, a couple of laps of honour with a well, t-shirt yeah, on the scarves. Just, just to say thank you to, to the fans. It was, it was, that was, that was me. That's me. That's what I had to do. If I would have just walked off and went wave like that, that ain't that ain't me. That ain't me. That ain't me giving something back to what they what these fans give me. So I had to give something back, and that was one of the best things that I've ever seen in a football ground. Brilliant, without a doubt. <laughs> you, you don't you, you don't forget it, and it's that just yeah. showed the response that that you got back from us, yeah. the response that you gave to us. That just yeah. showed the, the complete. It was it yeah. were. It was a synergy between you and the fans. It were yeah, in fact, it, always it, it, happened. It, it, it were real. It were real. Yeah, and it it meant it meant something to me as well as it did to you lot. It yeah. meant it to me. It didn't mean oh, he's just done that as a oh, just just to say oh, thank you. It meant no. something to me. You know what I mean? It meant something yeah. to me. It meant something to you. And I went in like you said about Steve McMahon. Steve McMahon knew I was going to do this, and he Steve, I knew Steve really well, or not because. He was okay. Steve was with me, and, and 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 he just said, he just said, "What are you doing?" I said, "I'm staying up here the night," and I did. I stayed the night, and I went, I went up into Shepley with my mates Colin and Dill and all them lot. Went went to the the old farmer's boy up there, that that place when it's closed. Well, it's, it's closed down now, isn't it, or something like that. So, and I went up there, and then I went into town after, and the rest is history. Like I said, I got absolutely smashed. On I went home on them. I had to leave by twelve o'clock on the Sunday. Uh, but I wasn't, I wasn't, I wasn't popular when I went back to Swindon. Anyway, I must admit that. <laughs> I can, I can. I, what, what, what was your? Tell us about your career post Huddersfield. I know you've, you've said that after Huddersfield, it was just a job, and you, you yeah. don't sound like you've enjoyed it as much. You, you, you had a spell at Bury. Uh, yeah. Back with Neil Warnock at Sheffield United. For yeah, yeah. I went to. Well, Neil took me to Bury. I went to Swindon, and then Neil took me to Bury, and then um, he left, and, and then he went to Sheffield, and he he took me there on loan. Because uh, I didn't want to play for Andy Breeze at Bury, 
like I said, uh, it's, 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 it's as mad as it seems, and as, as mad as it sounds, I am, um, like I said to you, I left Huddersfield, and it was like me fucking, me right leg had been chopped off. That was it. It, it was it was just a job that and and I was and nothing could surpass what I what I what I had in Huddersfield, so it it was it became it was something that I enjoyed doing. It was just a job. It was just a job that I had to do so I could pick up my wages to look after me me my wife and my kids and my life. And and I was thinking that's why that's the only thing that hurts me because I should and I should be and I I know this passionately that. I'd still be at the town in some capacity now if I'd have, if I'd have looked after myself better. Wikipedia tells me you went on deal or no deal. Is this is this true? No, I didn't. No, <laughs> no, I did not. Someone's put on. Sorry, no. What it is? There's right. I've I've said this, and they said you took fourteen thousand. I said I said I wish I fucking had. I said I've been on deal or no deal. I said I have. There's a lad who used to play for Rochester United. Right in the in the, that's in Stafford or Stratford or Stafford Staffordshire or Stokeway, Rochester United. And his name's Darren Bullock, and he went on deal or no deal. That's, well, that's that's that cleared up. That's, that's all that, cleared that's up. That cleared up. We'll get. We'll, if I was, if I was, then I, well, I'm, I'm actually don't say no because the wife's here. If she, if I did, that's the enemy. I'm gonna say. Fucking hell! She's just doing. She's just got a fucking six-inch carbon knife on the side of me. <laughs> when he stuffed his fourteen grand. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, bad this. <laughs> yeah. I up in Huddersfield, so I, I, I'm going to say I'm starting to look a bit like Noel Edmonds with this lockdown haircut. Yeah. So I was going to say, you, would you? Would you? <laughs> <laughs> hey, deal or no deal? I was going to say, bankers on the phone as well. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say the fucking wankers on the phone. Bankers on. <laughs> bankers on to your wife. Yeah. Uh, could you could you believe what happened to Barry? Barry, how sad was that? It was disgraceful, wasn't it? That they're just letting die. I think, like I'll, that. I'll tell you something. The, the football league wants fucking shagging for that. They're disgraceful. They're absolutely disgraceful. And at the end of the day, if it was any any other big club, say say a bigger club, say the championship or the premiership, they'd they'd have helped them. Because if it was a small little club like Barry, they fucked them off. And it's wrong. That is wrong. That is. And I believe this. I believe the the, the FA. Always been the same. They just look after themselves. They don't look after anybody else. They don't care about football. They've always been the same. The FA always been the same. I got not a good word to say about the FA at all. They're all fucking a bunch of two-faced twats. I just can you give us an opinion next time, Billy? Please. That's <laughs> the way it is. That's my opinion. That's I'll the way it is. If you so look you're on the, the, the now, you're on the on the bench there. <laughs> yeah. If you so, look at the air and now, Billy. You know, they don't seem to be about. Let's get this Premier League finished behind closed doors, and the rest can do mathematics or sack the other divisions. You're going to you, get, yeah. get too many rich. You're going to get too many people. Look at West Brom. Look at Leeds. All right, horrible Leeds. But look, they're going to put solicitors out. Liverpool. They're going to put solicitors out. They're going to. You're going to lose billions on billions on billions. So what they're going to say is that we do it behind closed doors. Get it finished. Get it done. Four, eight games. Eight games or ten games left, and whatever you do, you do Saturday, Wednesday, Saturday, Wednesday, Saturday, Wednesday, Saturday, Wednesday. Finish all the rest and finish the AF out, the the, um, the the FA Cup or the Champions League. Finish all that. Just finish the league, and that's all they're doing there because they want to earn the money. It's fucking waste of time. For me, for me, it's just at the end of the day, you cannot put a price. You cannot put a price on a life, and a life's more important than fucking any football. Fact. Hundred percent. Hundred percent agree with you. Correct. 
I think that's a good point to, to move on to uh, a next section, which will be based on managers. So what I've done, Bully, when, when I rung you, you said you got some stories to tell on some players and managers. So oh, yeah. managers and players separately. So here, so manage, you only played for two at Huddersfield, really. Uh, Neil Warnock and, um, and Brian Hart. And I think Cosy wasn't a fan of Brian Hart, and so he was hoping you would dig him out a little bit, but, <laughs> but never mind. Uh, what was oh, it like? I, come on, sorry. I just felt, Bully, that we'd had that great ride under Warnock he was yeah. fun times and to me Brian yeah. Alton were I mean Dunny mentioned it I don't think Dunny were a big fan but he were like to me well you know I know better than you I used to you know manage yeah I played for this and I've done that yeah he, he was a, he was a he was a what I did man he was Alton and, and to be honest with you you know some players it was difficult me it just went over my shoulders I just thought just get on with just get on with your game just do what you're good at and just just that's it you know it Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Cosy, what, what's your favourite away day? Matt, it's got to be the city ground at Nottingham. Just old school stadium, you're right near the pitch, great atmosphere. But there's nothing like playing at home. Same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. At the end of the day, as long as, as, long as we're winning... I say, I don't give a flying fuck what you've done 25 years ago when you had a big long beard and that long hair. I don't care. At the end of the day, they ain't going to care what I've done later on in life. At the end of the day, it's pop, pop. I don't even say, oh, do you know who I am? Do you know? At the end of the day, if, 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 you've, if, you've, if you've done something in life, you don't, you'll be remembered for what you've done in that life later on in life. You don't have to tell people what you've done. Simple as. That was the way it was for me. And with the gaffer, is Warnock, like I said, I still speak to him now, and I'll always call him Gaffer. I, always do. I don't never say, all right, Neil, you know. I always say, all right, Gaffer, what you're up to, and this, that, and the Stories with me and him, some you can't really, you know. I, I remember he, he used to wind me up and get me that wound up for games. You know, it was it was frightening at times. And I always remember um, we were playing it uh, Peterborough away on a, on a night, a night game, Tuesday. And we travelled down, and my daughter... And my wife and that used to go round to Sharon's, right? Because we both lived in home first. Neil did, and I did, and I. Used, so the, the kids used to go up to Neil's with Sharon and, and my wife. And my daughter, where they lived at the top of home they had a big bank. My daughter went down a bike on the bank, broke her arm. And then she broke her arm in the, in the morning. Well, I was wondering why I was trying to get hold of my wife, and her phone was off all the time. So Neil wouldn't let me. Neil wouldn't allow anybody to tell me that my daughter had been in hospital and broke her arm because he wanted me right for the game. Like. So, and after the game, I went mad at him and stuff like that and things things like that. We used to have some banters. But I remember, I remember, so I had him back a couple of times. Um, I, you know, I used to get, we, he, had, he used to turn up in his fancy um, Mercedes, like, like this, this grey, like this silver thing, he'd get sponsored by somebody or whatever. And so I had him the one. I remember I had him the one. He went to me. He went fucking. He went absolutely berserk. And he said, 
I remember, because you know when you, it was it was warm and it was they used to run us and do everything and fucking train us and run us and train us until you're sick and I thought I'll have you back. So there was all shit, all shit manure. So I put all on the other fan across the, the eater. And so every time he turned the eating on the fan on, it fucking all shit went into his face and smiling and everything like that. <laughs> so, and he played me like fucking at him. And he's doing it. Oh, things like that. Fucking man. And he, he, he still this day, he said, it was you, Molly, who put that all shit in my fans. <laughs> <laughs> things we used to do that all the time. Molly, you, honestly, mate, you used to then play for people that I disliked in football because, honestly, Steve McMahon and me, I, mate, I used to hate his opinionated comments. Yeah. I used to hate the way he played his football, but obviously yeah. he must have seen something in you, but what would he like to play with? Hey, see, see with Steve, he, 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 used, to, he used to say, you remind, he said, I, re, I reminded him of him when I played and whatever. And yeah, fair enough. But he knew, because I used to, I used to have it, I used to, I still speak to Steve now and then. And I used to, um, I used to have a drink with him because he knew he, he had a drink. And, and I used to tell him how I felt like I've told you about Leaving, I said it's just a job now. I said, he said, why can't I get what I want, what what you were against us? Why can't I get that? And I said, you never get that from me. I said, you never get, you never get that. You might get a glimpses of it. I said, but you never get it full time. I said, because at the end of the day, my heart in it. I've left where I love, and I don't want to be anywhere else. That's it. Simple as. And I told him he knew that, and that's why eventually he told me to. And when Neil come in, I thought I could have got something back. Going to a berry was a bad move for me. The worst move I ever done. Fucking worst move ever. But I, I, I decided. Yeah, I decided after I, when I been to berry after a couple of years, I just thought, I'm just gonna see this out now. I just wanna, I just wanna go home. I wanna go back to Worcester. I wanna go home and see the kids. And that was it. Uh, on Neil Warnock, then the, the, if you go on YouTube, the Neil Warnock bollockings are a, a thing of legend, aren't yeah. they? On there, and you, you've. You've been on the end of two videos there. There's the Birmingham away. There's yeah. uh, the, the famous one, really, is Shrewsbury away. I was, I was banned. <laughs> I didn't play. But what what was that? What was it like, though? The, the Birmingham oh. one, you obviously played. But what was it like to he be was, on the end he, of he, those? He was he was nuts. He was nuts. Now, I'll give you... He was nuts. His after things was sometimes... You'd be, you, you'd be too scared to even move. Don't fucking move, don't you? Be like that fucking oh shit, man. And I, and I think, well, hold on. I went in school. I said, <laughs> and stuff like, I'll give you I'll give you an example, right? <laughs> the first game I played for Huddersfield, Blackpool away, yeah? We played. Now, we were we were winning 2-1, if I remember rightly, and they equalised late on. Was it right or something like that? Was it two each or one each? I can't, I can't remember that off the top of my head. I, 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 I remember it, right? They equalised. Or, or they might just... They either equalised or they would have scored uh, late on, and and um, it was it was against Blackpool. And Warner come in and in the, in the in the dressing room after the game, they used to be mad. And he used to always wear his tracksuit bottoms with his with his fucking boots, his football boots on, and a, and a coat on. And he never used to stand on the touchline with um, with a suit on. He used to always wear boots, tracksuit bottoms, and a coat always. So he come in after and kicked off. And they. It was it was a cold it was a cold and there was all cups of um, cups of tea and oranges and sandwiches and whatever and on the do you know the little tables you can get the little, little square tables and underneath there's a underneath there's metal that you screw into the wood so it was there so he come in and he's ranting and raving 
So he's gone fucking out. The tea's gone everywhere. So he's run booted this table down to, to move it. And he's booted the metal part underneath. And you all you remember ting! And, and the fucking table didn't move. So I'm there now. I've got my shirt and I'm like that. <laughs> I'm fucking crying, I am. Because you were, all you were was bang! And, his, and his table didn't move. I thought, fucking man, he's booted that. So, <laughs> so we were, he didn't come back on the coach. Right? So we thought, what the fuck's going on there? Mick Jones said, Gaffer's gone now and whatever. He's had to be back on his own because he didn't want to set the coach for it. So we were all laughing. He, he didn't come into training for three days. And he come in, he was in plaster, he broke his fucking foot. I was crying. What was happening? I was having And he's coming up to training on bad crutches with his dog. And I'm crying. He goes, Fuck, get here. I went, He put the laughing at him. I told you done that. And he fucking went mad. He went, he went, you fucking bastard. He said, I knew it was you laughing. <laughs> oh, this. He broke his fucking toe. <laughs> I was crying. <laughs> things like that. Fucking things are terrible. Oh, man, this. That's managers, though. That's it. Players, like you said. We'll, we'll talk oh. about players. Over the oh. course of, of your career, you've played with and, with and against some, some good yeah. and some not so good players, if you like. And you've had some good in, you know, individual battles in the middle of yeah. the pitch. Two spring to mind for me. I think probably your best performance for Huddersfield Town maybe will be November 1995. We play Leicester City at home. They've got, they've got Gary Parker, their star yeah. player, very decorated yeah. player, Premier League yeah. player. Played in the Premier League for a number of years. Played in Nottingham Forest. Yeah. Played under Brian Clough. England under 21. V caps. All these things coming off him. He was supposed to come and run the show that day, and you were given the choice of oh, the Hampton task man, yeah. of man marking him. Mm. And not only did you man mark him out of the game, Huddersfield beat Leicester quite convincingly, and and you ended yeah. up with two goals as well. Yeah, um, yeah. I, I remember a couple of days before, um, Brian said to me, he said, I, "I need you to do a job for me on Tuesday." He said that Gary Parker said, "Wherever he goes, you follow him." He said, uh, he said, but he said, do not, he said, when they put the ball, you stick and follow wherever he goes, you follow him. When we've got the ball, just go and do what you can do. He said, because I was pretty, I was fit then and I could run all day and I can't chase anybody then all day. So I could go forward and get back as soon as we lost the ball. So, yeah, it was, it was, you know, like I said, they were flying at the time. I mean, it was, it was, it was, a, it was a, yeah, it was a, it was a good night. It was a good night for me all round. Um, you know, obviously being captain as well and scoring two goals in beating them and you know it's uh, what what people what I say to a lot of people is I wasn't just an on-field enforcer I wasn't just to get a ball. I could play football if I needed to as well and I I could I could you know I could sit back generate other things that I could go forward and and try and pro, pro um, press the ball and get the ball from up there but I, I could play as well and you know, under Brian, I was allowed to do that at times, and it showed. It showed at times that, that that I could play. But yeah, yeah, that was good. That was good days. That was that was yeah. Was good. The, the second one I've got. <laughs> uh, the same season, there was a, a skinny, young, aggressive, scroty little upstart that came to the McAlpine Stadium by the Lee name Bowyer. of Lee Bowyer. He seemed to want a piece of you as well when he came. Oh out. yeah, quite young. I, I remember from that game, a corner came over. And you were in the vicinity, like, shall we say, of, of <laughs> Lee Boyer. And yeah. then the crowd clears from the corner. Everybody disappears. And then laying prostrate on the ground, yeah. almost unconscious, is Lee yeah. Boyer in the middle. Yeah. In the middle. Um, <laughs> what he, happened? He, he, yeah, he came back and had a go with Leeds in a friendly, didn't he? But what, yeah. what happened in, with those he, battles with Lee Boyer? I, I, on, that, on that game, we, we had a corner. At, um, they, they had a corner at Ireland. 
and he came into the box and he spat in my face. Um, and uh, one thing, one thing in, in, any, in any sport, spitting is horrible. Spitting yeah. is a low to the low, you know. Oh, and and I, I said to him, I said, I said, I'll fucking kill you, you little rat. And um, he was just laughing as he was running away. I remember. And then I remember the corner, but I remember looking at the linesman. The linesman turned it on, and as he was turning on, I just fucking poleaxed him. I hit him with everything I had. So then that was it. And, and as he said, to, as he said to me after, he said. This, that. He said, no, I said, you ever come near me again? I said, I said, trust me. I said, we are finished. I said, if I ever play against you again, I said, I'll come to you every time. And that was the, that was the, that was it. The, the score of him. And he was an he, he he was an horrible little horrible little fucker. He was. And I wish to God I had a lot more. It still game is against. bullet, and it still is, man. Yeah, I wish to God I'd had him. I wish to God I'd, I'd played a lot more games when he would have been in the lead shirt because I'd have put him over the fucking stand. Never mind, killed him. <laughs> Oh, because oh, then, then I would have trolled on the lead shirt. Fact. I'm sure that had gone down well. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> um, Fact. I was going to ask you, did did you sort of respect Lee Boy for having a go? But I'm probably not nah. going to go there. <laughs> no, nah, he's a little rat. Little rat. Well, little coward of a rat. Bully, next time I get you on, you've got to tell us how you feel, mate, because I'm sick <laughs> of you sitting on the fence. <laughs> ah, brilliant. Listen, I'll tell you, and, and I'll tell you a little thing. About the player, remember I was I've got to rip into Boovy. I've got to I've got to rip it. Do it, do it. Got to got to rip it. Oh, I love Boovy to bits. He's my best of all. I used to room with Boovy, and we used to have some crack me and him. Right, we <laughs> right. I got two 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 for you. Right, <laughs> we goes away to we finish the season. We goes to Mega Love, I think it was. I'm sure it was. All the lads, Warnock takes us. We all was there. So if he if he broke his ankle. And if he was in the plaster, the Jepper and all that, the whole all. So we uh, me Boothies in this one room, and then more Jeppo, Jeppo. There was Jeppo in Pascal, who used to smoke. They go up the top in the balcony so they could smoke out the window, so whatever. It was all like that. So we go out on the night. So me and Boothies out at this club and that. We, as you do, you fucking, you more, we, we more messing around. We all having a laugh and a joke. Boothies a young kid. I've, I've, I I I just I just at the time um, split up from the wife and whatnot, and we made as you do you pour the few lasses and have a laugh and what. So I pulled this pulled this German bird. <laughs> so Boovy was trying his nuts off to try, try and get it, and I said to him in the end, Boovy, you got no chance, mate. You you fucking one ugly man. <laughs> and I said you been pulling no birds. So he. So we went back to this. We went back to the room. And I took this boo back with us. So on the and now she she goes in. The boo is messing around, lay on the bed, saying that she said, "No, no, no, he, he's in." She, I said, "He's asleep. He's asleep." She said, "No." I said, "He's drunk. He's asleep. Leave him. He's asleep." Then there's boo like that, lay on the bed, like acting as though he's pissed out of his head. Ah, I said, "He's asleep." So now she she's like that. So we've sat there later, like for about 10, 15 minutes, and he hadn't moved. And I thought he's clocked this. I thought he knows what he's, he knows what I'm doing. So, so I'm guessing I went into this woman. So I'm, I'm, I'm into this woman. All of a sudden I look so and Boobie sat up in bed like that. Oh! <laughs> 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 in this woman, so that. I carry up. Boobie's going, this is good, this, isn't it? <laughs> I remember that. <laughs> that, was, that. And me and him, me and Boobie used to do all, all stupid, stupid stuff together. He, we went to train him every single the 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 Leeds, Leeds, uh, the, the Macau point. 
We go over to these roads over to the training training facilities. We go over there, so we get we drive to the to the ground, get changed at the at the ground, and go over to the over to the facilities of the training ground where they are now. So we used to drive from there. <laughs> Boothy, Boothy was beyond me, and, and then we had a brand new. He just he was up and coming now. He was the he was the top top dog like at the moment, getting sponsored by Reebok and all that. Like he was the, he thought he was the top bollock. So I thought, yeah, I have you. So he comes in behind, pulls in behind me. So we come in where the where the old Leeds Road ground ground used to be, the traffic lights, where the pub, where the, where that old pub used to be on the corner, the worker men's club. Yeah, Brandon yeah, Mills. yeah, Brandon yeah that's it. We the traffic light they turn right. So he's behind me and he's laughing and joking and giving the fees up in the window to me. So I jumps out the car and I said, "Booby, what's the matter?" So he, he said, "What's the matter? What's the matter?" I said, "My car's breaking down." He said, "What? What's wrong?" I ripped the car keys out of his out of his car and I dropped them down the drain and I left him there. <laughs> he, he was stopped there in his car and his car keys was down the drain. I went training. He got fined a week's wages for being late. <laughs> Things we used to do like that. <laughs> you ask him. He said, you bastard. He said, you've left me keys and then the drain. <laughs> so he was stuck there and he had to get his dad to drive, drive his spare set down to him. Things like that we used to do all the time. And Things he used to do to me. He used to, oh, he used to nick everything of mine. He used to nick me. When I had air then, he used to nick everything. Shower gel, he used to nick me razors. He used to nick everything. Movie used to nick everything of mine. I loved him though. I still do him. But the, the last one I can honestly say to you about Boothie is when he was sponsored by Reebok, we were playing Bristol Rovers away and it was the old Bristol Rovers ground, the old old ground. And the dressing room was all really old wooden things. So Boothie turned up to training all that week. He'd been sponsored by Reebok. So he turned up with the Reebok tracksuit on, brand new Reebok tra- trainers and boots. And now they turn up really suave and awful. And he'd give it the big one. And I'll say, Boothie, any chance you give us a couple of pairs of trainers or boots or whatever? No. So he's in way at Bristol Rovers. I got six inch nails and I nailed his trainers to the floor. And and he, he, after the game, but do you know when you takes the he takes the sole out, I nailed him to the floor, pulled the sole back in. After the game, he went on that to pull him up, and he couldn't pull him up, and he pulled the the wood up as well with the trainers. <laughs> <laughs> things like that. We, we used to get on, and we used to just go on with mad things. But they were great days, and I miss them so much. It's unreal. Sounds like there's some good characters at town oh, as well with, with Simon Trevitt, Jepson, yeah. Pat, oh. you know, Pat Scully. There's, there's some yeah. great ones and we'd love to be able to go into that into more detail at another another yeah. point. I think uh, we, I think we've only got sort of five or six but, minutes left before Cozzy goes on to a, me, yeah. a quiz. Oh, yeah. yeah, I've got to go. The wife's the voice, the voice giving me the daggers as well at the moment. So <laughs> bet, are you fighting with her? She's fucking hard. You've been to the Mallorca Senator. I think that was a problem. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Looking at look she's upstairs then. Say <laughs> <laughs> so, so very quickly, yeah. Bully, your old time Huddersfield Town 11 uh, from yeah. when you've played, what would it be? Oh, Franny, uh, Steve Jenkins, right back, left back, Tommy, Tommy Cohen, uh, Pat Scully, and uh, Andy Morrison when he was fit. Uh, left side, I'd go pulled on, right side, I'd go. I don't let me have a think. Probably, I'll probably go Chris Billy. I would personally myself, Lee Duxbury, um, and a Boothy. Tough up front, man. A Boothy and Jeppo. And I'll push you on the bench. Super sub. Um, how did you feel then when, when Huddersfield Town were promoted to the Premier League? Oh, mate. I, I, 
And I, I watched in the pool with my son, and I was, it, I broke down in tears, and it was put all over the paper in Worcester. And I broke down in tears, and I was crying in the pubs. So it was, it was just, yeah, I was an emotional roller coaster for yourselves, me watching, wanting them to just, 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 just to, just, for, for, for you as fans, that's what it was for me. He was fans, just, just, just for you to have one, that one year where you can bang, fucking how we've done that. And, and it was great. It was fantastic. It was, it was, it, 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 it set it off for me and that was it. It, it was, it was great. It was fantastic. And I was, I was so honoured and humbled, humbled to be part of that, that, that motion that started it going. So, I absolutely love the fact that you're so what's the word involved it's so emotionally attached to the club massive. I love that I love that because it just shows you that every time you pulled that shirt on every minute of every game mattered on a bread as soon as I put that shirt on my, my blood my, my blood would have bled blue simple yeah Fact. That's it. Simple. Love All it. day long. Love it. All day long. Fact. I think one, Fact. one good way to finish, I think, this this episode, Bolly, would be just on your relationship with, with the town fans. I remember, I think town fans took to you very early. I remember the early chance of psycho, psycho, psycho. Yeah. As, as you go around chasing someone and, and, and jumping in. What was your relationship with Huddersfield, the town itself, the Huddersfield fans? And do you have a message for those Huddersfield fans who sat and watched you through? Through the years. My 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 biggest message to Huddersfield town fans and to the town itself is thank you from the bottom of my heart. Thank you because you made me me and I love every part of that club and fans more than life itself. I sh- I stare I I honestly sh- you know it makes me fill up this that that place is my home my heart and my honour and until the day I die I will always. Always love this place and love it today. I move on. Fact. When, when we eventually get to a, a proper game again with yeah. all fans there and, and you can be there, it'd be an absolute pleasure to meet up and buy you a beer. Fact. I'll, I'll be honoured. Yeah, I'll be honoured to. I'll be honoured to have a beer with any of you. Anytime, any place, anywhere. Well, sign the shirt I'm, again, Bully. It's already got Yeah, I'll sign that shirt. It's, it's already signed. I don't know if you remember. I'd rather see you. I'd rather see you stamp on it to be honest. Yeah, I'll probably stamp. I'll probably. I'll probably have it. Yeah, I'll probably piss on that next time. Don't bring a leaf. Do not bring a leaf shirt. Want that, though, I'm telling you. Oh no, we won't do that. If you want, me and you will fall out then. If you want that shirt back, you can have it. It's fine. No, you can fuck off. Right, fellas. Brilliant. It's been an absolute pleasure. No, it's, it's been brilliant. Thank you so much it's, for your time. Uh, any, any time, any place, anywhere you need, all, you need to get hold of me. Just get hold of me. I'll do what I can for you, fellas. All right. Brilliant. Brilliant. Yes, brilliant. Thank you. You're welcome. I'll see you soon. Stay safe, everybody. And you'll take care, mate. Take, take care. All the best. Bye bye. Bye bye. Bye bye. So you go on home and you sit in your room and you think, now when and how am I ever going to get away from this? And now you know. Come let your hair down Tonight we will walk these streets I used to walk them alone Now we will walk together 
Lads, what's your favourite 90th minute goal? 
got to be Heffley against Leeds. A shot from Moy and sliding in at the death, Michael Heffley. Great finish to the game. Shared with my family, only made better by ordering McDonald's via McDelivery afterwards. Three points, not nugget share box, spot on. Order McDelivery now by the McDonald's app. You in. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com/style for free shipping and 365-day returns.